Federal Bulletin. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt to think or depression may occur. Stay in your home. Curfew is at 7 p.m. sharp after work. Anyone caught outside the gates of their subdivision sectors after curfew will be shot. Remain calm. Do not panic. Your neighborhood watch officer will be by to collect urine samples in the morning. Anyone caught interfering with the collection of urine samples will be shot. Stay in your home. Remain calm. The number one enemy of progress is question. National security is more important than individual will. All sports broadcasts will proceed as normal. No more than two people may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now mandatory. Be happy. At last, everything is done for you. Welcome, folks. You're listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN, and I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. Real quick here, I would like to thank RBN for having me on air, giving me a platform to actually talk to you all about my most favorite subject, (laughs) Uh, whatever you want to call it. It's everything. It's life. Yahuwah, his word, his scriptures, and the faith, the truth, the way, the life following Yahushua HaMashiach. So I want to thank RBN and everybody out there who donates. Please continue to do so. And if you can, please try to donate and send a check or money order off to RBN 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. You can simply go to republicbroadcasting.org and hit that donate button. They will appreciate it. So will I. And we have the caller from the top of the hour, as it were. Uh, Chance, please continue. Yeah, you know, even my loved ones, um, they always knew my immediate family, who have all passed away. They knew that I uh, marched to the beat of a different drummer, but yet they still loved me because they knew I had good intentions, see? And you don't find that in other people, that acceptance. Um, mm. Yeah, even my mama, who loved me more than anybody, knew that I marched to the beat of it. She didn't understand it, but she respected it, and she loved me more than anybody, see? Um, mm. But she knew, um, I guess, uh, here's one kid who marches to the beat of a different drummer. He's going to tell it like it is. Uh, Now, how many people accept that? They don't. Only people who love you. And therefore, there's where God came into my life. You see, by providing me with a family that even though they didn't quite understand me, they loved and respected me, you see? So I was blessed there. Um... Mm. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's making sense to you, but... Oh, um, it does to me. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, uh, and and um, I guess that had a, a lot to do with it. I look back now, and uh, I consider myself blessed for them being in my life. It was a blessing. Uh, of course. It got you to um, where you are today. Everything. Yeah, uh, but 
But like I said, I didn't just get there overnight. It was, uh, you have to be humbled. You have to be hurting. You have to, it, it's not a ritual like I see in these churches. Repeat <laughs> after me. Repeat this verse. And, you know, it goes much, much deeper. Um, and I don't know how to explain it. Uh, but like I said, calls like Andy's are refreshing. Uh, because you could tell there are people who are questioning they want to know. They might not believe yet, but that's up to them. They will in their own time. Uh, I don't believe in beating people over the head with my spirituality. I just know what it did for me and what it does for me to this day, especially at a time when, like I said, when all your loved ones are gone. Um, there's a strength there. Not just the sadness that they're not here anymore, but there's a strength uh, that you were blessed and you can't take that for granted. And that's where God comes in, see? Um, so, there's nothing wrong with people questioning and being in doubt. Uh, like I said, I'd much rather talk to those folks than the self-righteous, pious people who can only recite the verse but really don't know what it means to be to be a real Christian. Um, you know what I mean, Chris? I don't know if I'm making sense. I do. Sincerity. Yeah, yeah being sincerity. genuine, yeah. earnestly seeking him. Yeah, yeah. And once you have that, you lose fear, too. You lose fear of, of death. You lose fear of... Because you know you're in good hands. You know you're in God's hands. Um, well, I don't know what more I could say. My thoughts are kind of jumbled mm -hmm. because I, I caught the tail end of that, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, no, I appreciate the call. I needed to hear it, so thank you. Yeah, because people are fickle. Sure. They'll love you one day, hate you the next. See, But with your real loved ones, uh, it's so much different. They love you yeah. unconditionally. Um, that's God's love. That's God's love showing through. Uh, it's the spirit. Man is so fallen. Uh, well, I just wanted to say that. It's something to think about. It's very humbling. Mm -hmm. It's very humbling. And I pray I have a strong faith, but I won't set foot in these churches, though, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't feel Christ no. is in them. I really don't. And most of them. You and uh, me both. And that's what's a shame. That's what's drawing people away from from uh, the living God is the way the churches have conducted themselves. That's why I'm angry at churches because uh, they're just not doing their job. I mean, uh, that's a whole other story. But uh, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. But uh, nevertheless. I have a strong faith, and I pray uh, um, it keeps me going, and it, uh, it keeps the wolves at the door. It keeps them from getting inside. <laughs> and with that, Chris, I hope I made sense. My thoughts are a little bit jumbled. I caught Andy's call, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, you were fine. Uh, I appreciate the chance. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you now. And uh, your cat is better. I'm glad to hear that. And God bless you now, Chris. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. I appreciate it, Chance. Always a welcome. A pleasure to hear your voice and to hear people of the faith. You know, this is a war on the saints. I've talked about it a lot. But that's what this is all about. Yes, they're taking out so many with the saints. Um, you know, and people that don't necessarily even believe at all. Um, but they may be innocent in this satanic war, you know, that they are conducting on the saints. God's people, the Yahudim, which are not the modern Israelis you see today whom call themselves Jews. You know, that's not even what that verse said in our Bible. It's mistranslated. The word Jew is nowhere in the scriptures. And I'm referring to the commonly used verses Revelation 2.9 and 3.9, which I'll read to you real quickly, and I will continue on. Revelation 2.9, or in the Hebrew, 
Hazon, 2-9. C, I, oh, that's 3-9. Excuse me, let me back up here. 2-9. I know your works and pressure and poverty, yet you are rich. And the blasphemy of those who say they are Yahudim and are not, but are a congregation or synagogue of Satan. Well, in most Bible translations, that says Jews. Which you could say, well, that works, Chris. No, it really doesn't. Because that implies that we're Jews. We were Jews. You know, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I had to really get into what these words meant, what they said, the intention of the writer and the inspired word of Elohim. And, and, I, and then things started to click. You know, it made sense. So I have to study deeper for myself. Um, I wasn't just given the knowledge, I guess, if you will, with a lightning bolt. I wish. That'd be awesome. Um, but I really have to seek it out and study to show myself approved unto him, which is Second Timothy 2.15. It's in mine and my wife's wedding vows. Uh, we hold it dear to us. Truly do. And Revelation 3.9, before I move on here, um, also used. See, I am giving up those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Yahudim, not Jews, who say they are God's people, Yah's people, and are not but lie. See, I am making them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. You. So who's the you? Yah's people. The Yahudim. Not Jews. We weren't Jews, folks. We weren't the Edomites, the Canaanites. We were not of them. For the Samaritan Pharisees, it, it, it wasn't us. If you follow our people, what happened, where they went, where they are today, you're going to see a pretty amazing supernatural story unfold about his covenant with Adam, with the first Adam, all the way to Genesis 3.15, being fulfilled on the cross, which Genesis Bereshith in the Hebrew means the beginning. The beginning. Which leads me to, you know, what Bible I read from and why. You know, it's just helped me immensely. And and I've had to get here by seeking his face and, and reading his word, you know, in all different translations. But this is called the scriptures. And it's put out by the Institute for Scripture Research. They're out of South Africa. And I think, yeah, their website is isr-messianic.org. And I, I get nothing from them, nor do I wish to promote them other than say it's useful for me as a Bible. That's it. But the preface to this Bible is, is pretty neat. It says, why another translation? There have been many fine translations of the scriptures, which over the years have been such a wonderful source of blessing to so many. Yet the multitude of choices between available translation is in itself a source of confusion for many. Which translation is truly the word of the Most High? Don't some translations appear to outrightly contradict the reading of certain other translations? Is it really necessary, one may ask, to add yet another one? The reality is that the inspired word of the Almighty is not represented adequately in any translation or version made by human beings, including this one. So that's, you know, that's a feather in the cap right there. I give them an applause. They admit there's errors. It's man. But they're trying. That's all. For the best translation only represents the sincere, sincerity, right, and prayerful attempt by man to render the word of the creator into a receptor language, which ultimately has its origins at the Tower of Babel. And words in one language do not have a one-to-one -one correspondence with words in any other language. Transliterations. The scriptures are, after all, those words which were originally breathed out by the very creator himself. While we definitely believe in the overriding hand of providence, in the transmission of the scriptures, you can see Romans or in the Hebrew Romaim 3 2, chapter 9, 4 and 5. No sincere translator, or board of translators for that matter, would ever be so pompous as to assert that his or her translation is the very word of the Almighty Himself. Approaching the task, task excuse me, 
of scripture translation from different backgrounds, environments, cultural mindsets, etc., inevitably affects the end result. And people oftentimes have political, you know, propaganda and political agendas. Those with no access to the original language of scripture become entirely dependent on whichever translations are in their hands. Apart from taking steps to get to grips with the original languages of the scriptures, something that we would earnestly encourage every genuine student of the scriptures to do, the only other recourse they have is to acquire and compare as many translations, versions of the scriptures as possible. And that's what I found myself doing, folks. This way, something, however small, may be grasped of the multifaceted depth of the original. Thus, there remains a real need for further translations, which will help to bring forth yet further elements from the original tongue that are not adequately reflected in other translations. This is precisely where, and this is in quotations, the name of this Bible, the scriptures-2009 edition, or ISR, comes into the picture. This edition of the scriptures, while attempting to be an accurate translation, seeks at the same time to introduce the reader to something of the Hebraic mindset and culture, which are very much a part of the original. Indeed, we see this as absolutely necessary for the serious student of Scripture. The events of Scripture did not occur in the modern Western world, with its Anglo-Hellenistic mindset, but within the very different world of the ancient Middle East and the Semitic mindset of the people of Yisrael, or Yisrael. While we have sought to accurately translate rather than to interpret, aiming at producing a literal translation rather than a paraphrase, we have tried to provide the student of Scripture with a tool which in some way helps him or her to experience the Scriptures as Semitic rather than Hellenistic. In so doing, we have taken much further the work of the 1993 and 1998 editions of ISR Scriptures toward this end. So this has been a you know, a long time in progress for these people doing this translation. And then it goes into earlier editions, aims, and what they included, the orders and title of the books, which is very interesting. Yeah, let's read it. As in earlier editions, our aims have included a translation of the scriptures which, one, restores the name of the Almighty to its rightful place in the text. And then it has a section all about that. See the restoration of the name, which I find very important, as it is his name. Two, is recognizably messianic in that it affirms the Hebraic roots of the messianic belief by its appearance, by the use of Hebraic forms of certain words and titles, and by its usage of the same division of the pre-messianic books of scripture, the Tanakh, or what's commonly called the Old Testament, that was current at the time of our Messiah, or Moshiach. Number three, restores the meaning to so many words which have become popular to use, but do not accurately reflect the meaning of the original. For example, church, glory, holy, sacrifice, soul, etc. Number four, seeks to be as far as possible a literal translation, wherever possible, rendering key words uniformly, exceptions being noted in footnotes or the explanatory notes. To this may be added, number one, the further restoration of the Semitic forms, of the Semitic form of the name of the books of Scripture. And I know we will be going to a break pretty soon here, so I will say to please call in if you have questions about this, you'd like to add to the topic. Uh, I just ask you always be intelligent and respectful, and you can do so by calling 512-248-8252. 512-248-8252. And you, of course, will have your time on the air. And there's the music, folks. We will return after the break, and I'll take your call. Don't go anywhere. No more than two people may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drug prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now... Did you know 
the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance. Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp... America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorney. Shut up. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN, and I am your humble host, Chris Switzer. You just tuned in. We've been talking about faith, the Word, the Bible, of course, and all around the Most High, His people, who they are, and how they're being presented today um, by maybe biased lenses or by looking at churchianity as a whole and they're misrepresenting what it is to really be a follower of the truth, the way, the life. Yahushua HaMashiach. So a very riveting conversation, for me at least. And we do have another caller holding patiently. We'll take your call, Tom from Utah. Hey, Tom. Hi, Chris. Hey, uh, Chris Hinckley refers to the magic decoder ring. I think it's in Corinthians. I'm not sure which one. Mm. Okay. But anyway, my magic decoder ring uh, is Isaiah chapter 66, verse 4. In other words, if if you want to avoid the delusions, there's a requirement. Delusions and fear. But also, uh, Mike uh, from Kentucky, by the way, all three of your callers, I've had the uh, privilege or the great... uh, 
blessing of being able to talk with him offline with Andy, mm-hmm. with the mic in Kentucky, and with with Chance way back long ago. Amen. But I, I'm really grateful to Isaiah. He became my magic decoder ring. You know, one thing I love about the Lord and about our Creator, He's a God of results. And uh, Mike was referring to Isaiah, well, he's referring to Daniel in the fast of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, of course, and Daniel. Mm-hmm. But I also, I like, you know, uh, 30, 30, well, let's see, 33 years ago, I was terminal with cancer and I was looking for an answer. I should have never had cancer because I'd labored decades of my life in pathology, both veterinary and human. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, in a bizarre twist of fate, I was desperately looking for a way out of my crisis of terminal. And lo and behold, by sheer luck, or sheer blessing, I should say, I opened Isaiah. And for the first time in my life, Isaiah made sense to me. You know, Isaiah is a very uh, complex writing for most people, and they, they don't find it very uh, comfortable to read. Mm-hmm. As I read through Isaiah, I said, there it is. What's the problem uh, of Isaiah in uh, chapter 58? That if you follow the Lord's will, your health will spring forth speedily and you'll rise up as if on the wings of eagles, and he will be your rearward and your forward. Mm-hmm. So, being on that steel table in 1991, I was looking for that uh, health springing forward. Well, I come to realize by reading chapter 58, the fast that God wants, the fast that Christ wants, our Creator, our Creator wants, is that we give up sin, that we clothe the naked, we feed the hungry, we do good to people. It's not about depriving the body of nutrients, oh, but it is about depriving the body of nutrients that are from, how do you say, harvested in evil. So I made a change, and within two two months I was no longer terminal, Within two years, they were in shock that I survived. They said, our experience is within four years of our diagnosis, you should have been dead. And here it is, uh, 30, 33 years, 34 years later, and I'm still here. So I like Isaiah, but I like Heavenly Father and Christ who gave us the Bible the only thing that is sad about the Bible as it is, it's been in the custody of some rather unscrupulous men. But the finger of the Lord has still stayed in those pages, and you've got to look for it. I, I tell people that the Bible is kind of like a quiz or like a end of end of semester twi- uh, test. You have true false questions. You have multiple choice questions, and you have essay questions. So you've got to go into that Bible and you read it with the spirit of, of a, an investigator looking for answers. And lo and behold, yes. I'm going to tell you what, they're there. They are, they yes. are there. The answers are there. But unfortunately, the, the Bible, as we've had, it's been in the custody of some less than honorable men, so they've introduced their corruption. For example, you know, I may offend people saying this, but the book of Leviticus is a very clear symbol of that corruption or demonstration of that corruption because it's in contradiction to the other prophets. Hey, Tom, I appreciate the call. I'm going to let you go. We'll be right after the break. Stay tuned. Use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now mandatory! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. 
Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar is cheap. That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis. Gold, a valuable thing to store. The power of gold in times of crisis historical sketch of paper currency oh and beware the ides of rare coin dealers and alan greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom how interesting i'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency my friends in a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings you need to own private gold standard Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing. And I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. That individual will. All sports broadcasts will proceed as normal. No more than two people may gather anywhere without permission. Sorry about that, Adam. Mute problem there. Welcome back. This is Chris Switzer, host of The Freedom Ministry on RBN. Thank you for listening. We just had uh, the caller, Tom, of course, and just don't really want to make it about that. I know he feels very strongly about, you know, um, not eating anything of the flesh. I understand that. Um, I, I've tried it. Um, I've I was unsuccessful. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Who knows? Um, but I, I will also point, you know, to play, as it were, devil's advocate. Um, we can look at Bereshith or Genesis 3, 21, which says, And Yahuwah Elohim made coats of skin for the man and his wife and dressed them. So he gave them, you know, and one could interpret it as their own skins, you know, because they no longer had their they're light vestures, but it could, animal skins, you know, and, and also if you look at the books of Adam and Eve, um, it, it states the same. They're animal skins, you know, that he gave them to wear. And the angels came down and taught them how to fashion them into clothing, you know, and all sorts of things. Very fascinating. Then we go over just a little bit further into Genesis. We look at Genesis 7 with Noah. Uh, 
we're going to go to verse 2 here. Of all clean beasts, take with you seven pairs, a male and his female. And of the beasts that are unclean, two, a male and his female. Why would he be talking about clean and unclean beasts? Why would he then talk about what you can't eat of the beast and what you can eat of the beast, right? A little interesting. So, things to question. Always keep questioning. Keep seeking. Study. Showing yourself to be approved unto him. Then there's evidence of animal sacrifice before the flood. We can look to Genesis 8, chapter 20. And Noah built a slaughter place, or an altar, to Yahuwah, and took of every clean beast and of every clean bird, and offered ascending offerings on the slaughter place. So, clean. He needed the clean beast also to eat. To eat. And it says, of course, do not eat the flesh with its life, its blood. It's blood, so you don't eat it raw and and eat the blood. You must cook it. But do not eat flesh with its life, its blood, but only your blood for your lives I require. From the hand of every beast I require it, from the hand of man, from the hand of every man's brother I require the life of man. Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood is shed. For in the image of Elohim he has made man. As for you, be fruitful and increase, bring forth teemingly in the earth, and increase in it. And that's right, um, the next chapter, Genesis 9, verses 3 through 7. And I understand, you know, where he was going with that and what he sees in Isaiah. And I, I, I get it, you know, but um, I also know that from my own experience, at least, um, without supplements, you know, not you can't get certain things from just the, uh, the green diet, if you will. Um, you need supplements. And that's what people will you know come to realize but it doesn't make it wrong i'm not saying it's wrong it's just not for me that's all we have i believe another caller yes we do we have a couple callers we have patrick in texas hey patrick hi chris yeah the um that's a vegan diet it's uh you're right there's no b vitamins in that and uh, there's a people suffer mildly from, from different diseases that not that it can't be done. You can mix your mix your uh, your proteins and you get by pretty good. But there's so many B vitamins that are so important for your brain power and uh, your uh, you 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 know you're getting enough B3 and niacin when you remember your dreams. You know you're getting enough B12 when you're when you dream in color. Those B vitamins are critical for your brain power and not, not to mention your cholesterol. You need cholesterol. Your brain is a majority of cholesterol. You don't get that in food. And you need omega-3s, which is critical, very, very important, uh, because it's, it's like cold fish, they, they, the oil don't freeze. That's why, you know, they, they're usually concentrated on cold fish. That is extremely mm. good oil for your brain. And we are, all the membranes of our cells are made of oil. And, uh, the more primable, uh, that those membranes are, the more efficient, you know, the, the, all those synapses are and everything. It's well known that, you know, uh, um, oil is great for your brain. So, you know, you just can't get that uh, any other way. We, people were dying off, uh, in, and uh, as soon as they hit uh, you know, the cold water lakes, they started eating shellfish, and then they had an explosion in brain power. Um, and uh, it, 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 they attribute it to that. There's many doctors, Dr. Barry Sears, who trains Olympic athletes, and uh, and uh, you know he, he's all about you know a mother will will deplete her omega threes, uh, you know for two years it takes her to recover that. And uh, you feed your child high omega three diet, they have a super normal brain, uh, a Mozart mm-hmm. brain. I, I, I know it's very good, you know, to do that. You, you get away from that protein, you get very, very, uh, I hate to say we're pacifist, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you, I don't think it's a good way to go. Uh, it, it, you know, there are, are ancient um, Hebrews. Uh, they had no problem eating meat that I know of. Uh, they were they raised sheep, and uh, they slaughtered them and ate them, and, you know, um, and ate fish. Yeah, and you got right. Jesus, you know. Fed the loaves of fish and uh, bread. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to get off that too. But I, I think it's very important that you got to feed that brain. Uh, sure. I, what I want to run across real fast here 
is uh, is you know we're we're being killed. You know the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, Constantinople letter uh, that they wrote. You know to uh, uh, to is uh, become lawyers, doctors, and kill all of them. You know them goyim. They you know they they the Gentiles they call us, but we actually is not. But you know they're, and they're doing that. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, they're mixed. They're, they're deliberately their corgi plan, or they're del- mixed breeding with us, trying to to make it destroy us. And it's being more evident today. And so, it's it's important to, to realize that we uh, we're, we're in danger. You know, if they, if they the television is just absolutely just rife with all kinds of mixed racing. All of you know, it's all of uh, you know in, in all the countries. They're doing that. They're deliberately bringing in Somalis uh, in their in their, in their this government is teaching these Somalis how to interbreed with us and stuff. Right. We got to uh, uh, be a little bit more, you know, cognizant of you know of uh, we can't allow that, you know. Uh, and uh, Jesus said, you know, you 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 Canaanite woman, you you called her a dog, you know, and, uh, yep. and so. Because they're black, they were black. Canaanites were known to be black, and you know uh, the curse of Canaan. Noah, Noah cursed his son. Uh, it's a little convoluted, but that was the main theme. That you know, you mix breed. You know, you're the bad. You're the bad blood. You're the, you. You become the uh, Edomites and the uh, Amalekites. You know, with a good son, you know Shem, and uh, uh, became became uh, Abraham's bloodline. You know, and we split right there, but it's not the only time we've split. Uh, and so, uh, it's really, we got to get back to that. Now, and don't let them people control the narrative, because they, they will have us mixed breed. And uh, that, that's all yeah. I got. I just wanted to make that one point. Thanks, Chris. No, you're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you. Always welcome, Patrick. And you're right. Basically, if you watch the Talmud vision, or the television, the TV, tell lies vision, um, do pretty much the opposite of what they're suggesting on there, and you'll probably be all right. But I have a better suggestion. We should just turn it off. Turn it off. And I haven't had a television subscription in some time, but I do have, you know, video files on my computer, so I'm guilty of watching this stuff. I have my shows that I glean from, um, and you can look at scripture, of course, that, you know, Yahuwah knows. He knows my heart. He knows what I do. Um, It says, do not defile yourself with anything. You know, so there are certain shows and things that I've watched even recently in the past that I no longer wish to watch. You know, I am trying to be better, trying to grow in my faith and trying to make my temple as clean as I can for his coming. Because I think the time is nigh. I think we are the fig tree generation. And there's a lot to say about what Patrick just brought up with the race mixing. Um, there's very interesting uh, story about you know, our, our past, our ancestors with regard to Judah um, and Judah's children all being killed because they were mixing and doing all sorts of things. And his first wife was, you know, of the uh, Canaanite, you know, worship type. And she, she liked a lot of that stuff. And so she didn't want her sons to marry Hebrew women. She wanted them to marry Canaanites. And because of that, Yahuwah needed the clean bloodline for Yahushua, the Messiah. So he did what he did and Judah eventually ended up getting with, um, get her name at this point, geez, that's the whole point. Um, anyhow, um, she was of a, you know, a family that was very pious and righteous, and she ended up sleeping with him, playing the harlot, basically, but getting his staff, um, which is the, uh, the rod of, of God, essentially, the staff and the garments and a signet bracelet showing it was Tamar. Thank you, producer. <laughs> brain part there it was tamar and she could produce these things as evidence when she was taken in front of uh, the elders in the court the judges um which the head of which you know was jacob israel and she proved you know that hey he did this of his own accord and he gave me these and you know this is a rightful child and she was going to be burned she was going to be killed for it but no yeah who had other plans divinely inspired everything and kept the bloodline for the birth of yahushua Almost she actually had the twins. 
and you know it's it's in scripture but it's just amazing they obviously put import into the bloodlines or we wouldn't see these amazing stories and today yes it's hard i mean we're all mixed up and stuff and he's shown that he made us jealous by giving the salvation to the nations so that he'd provoke us to come back and be jealous um so yes i i I understand but i also don't want to you know give um a bad message to somebody who may be of mixed blood. I mean, I'm not saying to not go to Yahuwah or Yahushua HaMashiach and pray and follow this way of life. You'll be blessed for it. Everyone has been that does. So please, please understand, this is a message of hope and salvation for the world, even the beast, it says. So I I appreciate your call, Patrick, and uh, we have another caller holding, Nancy in California. Yes, real fast. My friend had, um, had several different health conditions, she started following some alternative medical, um, like uh, Dr. Perlmutter and some others. She actually reversed her um, congenital heart failure, congestive, Mm. I mean, congestive heart failure. Um, When she was battling cancer, she said, meat builds the body. You need meat. There are things in meat that you cannot get from anything else. What did Christ when they um, had, he had to feed that he, those people who had come to hear him. Mm-hmm. He fed them fish. Yeah. They were eating meat. He blessed, and the they broke, and the fish fed everybody. Um, doctor, you know the dead doctors don't lie. Doctor Joe Wallach, I asked him once about the vegetarian diet, vegetarian slash vegan, and he said that they're some of the most unhealthy people he knows. So I disagree with completely avoiding meat. I think it's unhealthy. And that's all I have to say. You have a good day. Bye-bye. No, thank you. I appreciate it, Nancy. I've also come to that belief personally. But again, it's a personal belief. It's not as, you know, as I see it, a salvation issue. But yes, I, I thank you for your input and your call. Um, I, I was very, very sick myself. And um, I, I tried. And I had done it in the past and thought I wasn't doing it right. And, you know, and it's just not for me and that's okay. You know, um, I'm seeking and still finding the truth and, you know, I'm going to keep doing it because those who have found everything, um, you, you, you don't have much to learn at that point. You know, your cup's too full and, uh, it's brimming over with your own conceptions of what's true and what, and what's real and what's true is his word. We know that it's in his word. So I want to get the most unvarnished, unadulterated version of his word, if I can, if I can. So if available to me, which it is, I can, you know, glean from these things, look at different translations, all that stuff. And as I was reading from the preface of the Bible I read called the scriptures, it talks about the order and titles of the books. It says... In accordance with our aim to affirm the Hebraic roots of our belief, we have 1. Transliterated the names of the books of the Tanakh, or Old Testament, where appropriate have done the same in the second writings, or the Messianic writings, commonly called the New Testament. For your convenience, the traditional English names of the books may be found facing the Hebraic form at the top of each page. So it gives you both. You know, for John, it would say John, obviously, on one side of the the top of the page, and on the other side, it says Yohanan. Yohanan. There was no J. There was uh, John, rather. There was no J. <laughs> the letter J. Number two. Followed the traditional Hebraic order of these books, the Tanakh. Torah, Nebum, Kathibum. Okay? And that's just saying in the English, uh, the Torah is the law, the Nebim is the prophets, the Kethubim are the, the writings, or Kethubim Aleph would be the first writings, and the Kethubim Bet would be the second writings, what you would commonly call the Gospel, the New Testament. The Torah, or the law, is first. We have rendered it by the Hebrew word itself, Torah, i.e., the five books of Moshe, or Moses, also known as the Hamash, or the Pentateuch, the law, or teaching. They consist of the five following books. Bereshith, Genesis, rightfully the word for the beginning. Shemoth, which is Exodus. Waikra, which is Leviticus. Bemidar, Numbers. 
Devarim is Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Then you have the Nabim, the Nabim, which is still part of the Tanakh. These books are known as the Prophets, not because of the element of prediction. A considerable amount of their content is historical rather than predictive, but because of being written by Prophets. They are divided into two categories, the former prophets and the latter prophets, referring to their time of writing. The latter prophets were further divided into major prophets and minor prophets, known as Shinem Asar, i.e. the Twelve. Please note that we have restored the book of Daniel to its rightful place among the prophets, as also did Josephus. And you see, I don't like Josephus so much, but we have the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll return very shortly. Without permission, use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now... Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN, and I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. And I do realize that um, it may have been a little confusing when I was uh, rambling real quickly about 
um, Judah and Tamar, how it came about and all that. Um, Tamar was supposed to be wedded to Judah's sons and they kept dying in different manners. And finally um, she was promised the youngest and they said, okay, keep you, you know, keep yourself chased in your father's house until he comes of age. Meanwhile, uh, both Judah and his wife really um, didn't kind of want him to get with her because all the others died. So everybody that was promised to her died. Well, it was because of what they were doing, not because of necessarily who they were. And, you know, the wife was killed as well. And then the youngest was smited as well um, because it just wasn't the fit. It wouldn't work. And then she had to get with Judah, Judah, to keep the bloodline going, to keep it pure. Just wanted to get that out of the way and um, clarify myself there. And thank you for that, uh, producer, Tamar, and me having a brain part. But I'm going to have to cover this next week and get into it in more depth. Um, why I read this book, um, you know, what it's about, and what it does with restoring the Hebrew names. Most importantly, the name of our father, Yahuwah. His name is Yahuwah. What says it right in Isaiah? Yesha Yahu, which is the Hebrew for Isaiah, 42.8. I am Yahuwah. That is my name, and my esteem I do not give to another, nor praise to idols. Very simple. So he tells us what his name is, and we should use it. I don't know why they would mistranslate it if they were men of letters and scholarly and all this, which I know they were. So what was their intent? Right? And it's the Hebrew letters Yad, He, Wa. Hey, and you read from right to left, not left to right in Hebrew. So you start with Yad, and the Wa or the W letter is the sound U. So Yad He Wa He would be Yahuwah, Yahuwah, the Father. I was mispronouncing it, which I believe I don't get mad at people for doing it. Um, I did it, you know, Yahweh. Yahweh, and somebody corrected me, nudged me in the right direction, and it's what I feel is most accurate. And I could be wrong. But again, we have this information at our disposal. Why not use it? And why not put it to the test? And if I'm wrong, please, somebody correct me and show me my errors. I will apologize, and I will admit my wrongs. That's what it's all about. And sometimes you just have to say, I don't know. I don't know. Let's look at that together. You know, let's let's share our research. Whatever it is, we must edify one another. We are the saints. We are the ones carrying the torch. We should be those lights, those beacons unto the world, showing the rest of the world, yes, even the churchianity folks, that there is a way to live that is righteous. It's the way that our Father told us to live. He said to be set apart. He didn't say to conform to man. He said to conform to him. Conform to him. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Please continue to help and support them. Donate. And as always, have a wonderful day. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com.
or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.